right. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Gabby. And Gabby, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. She uh, She's coming in here today to uh, react to some of these things I found in uh, Willow's article. I don't know if they're true or not or good ideas or bad ideas, but we'll find out soon enough. Uh, Gabby, have you ever hiked before? I have hiked plenty of times, yes. Good, good. Uh, Any particular regions or trails that are special? Uh, well, I grew up in Santa Cruz, California, so we got the redwoods. Those oh. are very important nice. in hiking. We there's this one trail in this state park called Henry Cowell. It goes up to Observation Deck. We used to do it at night, and the stars are so pretty. That's oh my yeah, that's that's what I love about hiking is getting out there and to see the stars. And you've seen my photography about uh, astrophotography, so yeah. Yeah, you know I like that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with uh, Willow's advice and what you think of it. Okay. All right, folks, let's jump right in with our first trip. You know, sometimes cutting your hair short can be a real game changer for our lovely female thru-hikers. Short hair equals cute day, cute on day 15 and saves you from the cruddy hair days. Plus, no more pesky hair brushes to carry around. Hair out of your face. Check. So, I would agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. saves weight. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I had short hair. I backpacked through Yosemite, through the um, Tuolumne Meadows, and I cut my hair right before the trip, and that was probably the best decision I could make because I could just throw it back a ban- in a bandana and not worry about it. Oh, yeah. I-, I noticed when I was on the trail, a lot of ladies were wearing, like, braids, like really tight, tight braids. Is that something you would even consider? Totally. It helps keep... Well, one of the reasons I wear braids is because it can stay for a really long time. Like, mm, like, six months would probably be a good thing for that. Yeah, especially on like the PCT. Oh, yeah. For a long time, you need some extra stability for the hair. Um, it also makes it really nice for, you know, if you're jumping in a river or in a lake or something. Again, it doesn't move. Yeah, it's kind of cold, so I wouldn't want to do my hair <laughs> after that. I wouldn't want to get warm. Uh, all right, what's next? Okay. Ah, the infamous pee rag. Now, ladies, don't get grossed out just yet. This little bandana you see tied to many backpacks serves a very useful purpose. It's your substitute for toilet paper after peeing. Trust me, it won't smell. And by tying it to the outside of your pack, it'll be dry by your next pit stop. I've never done this before. I've always brought toilet paper. (laughs) But then you're carrying a bag of toilet paper, and it's annoying. Leave no trace. Exactly. Well, I have my little Ziploc bag full. Yeah. But by day six, it's just, you're trying to stuff in this toilet paper. It's just not working very well. (laughs) I have a a gallon bag. Like, I put, like, my meals in, Mm. and, like, you know, several meals in several different bags. Mm. And the first bag... I once I'm done eating or pulling out all the food or whatever, that's my trash bag, uh, and it gets so full of like nasty. Ugh. Totally. <laughs> or you do the classic Shakira shake. Right? <laughs> you no, know, you don't really use toilet paper, but then that gets kind of gross because then by day, you know, whatever four, sometimes even three, it's just make me some toilet paper. <laughs> I've never just heard that little... <laughs> term. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> moving on to a topic that's often whispered about, the menstrual cup. Ladies, meet your new best friend on the trail with the Diva or Lutinette cup. You can bid farewell to the packing out those icky hygiene products. Just dig a cat hole, empty and wipe the cup, rinse it off, and voila! Remember, give it a few practice runs before hitting the trail. You'll get used to it, I promise. 
See, <laughs> in thought, in idea, that's a great thing because you're not, there's no waste, but it's not super sanitary. <laughs> like, unless you're bringing like dishwasher soap, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to put that back in my body, you know, for a week straight. Like, just. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 my sister uses one on the regular, and, and I can see that in a clean environment, you have access to showers, that kind of stuff. Mm. But out in the trail, that just seems so wrong. Yeah, no, that's where you either bring your biodegradable tampons or you just put it in a bag. Like yeah. yeah. It's just one of those things you got to deal with, like TP. Exactly. <laughs> well, and then, you know, if you're if you have the Diva Cup and you're take it out whatever what do you have to do your water bottle you're like rinsing it out and, the t- and, and, you're and still if squatting you're, and yeah if you're in a dry section what do you do i mean i'm not gonna waste my water cleaning something like that exactly yeah <laughs> i'd rather just use a tampon at that point yeah exactly okay all right here's a tip that might raise some eyebrows hike commando yep skip the undies ladies no wedgies no day lo- daily laundry and less to carry it's a win-win just be sure to wear appropriate hiking pants or shorts to avoid any uh, uncomfortable situations. <laughs> mm. I mean, I see the appeal, but there's like chafing and like, underwear serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, you know, saves space. You don't have to carry underwear with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have those hiking pants that just fit perfectly, but then if you don't wear underwear, ow. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't sound appealing. That's not something oh, I want to yeah. experience. Now, I have to admit, mm-hmm. I've hiked commando oh? when I was on the PCT. And how was that for you? One day, longest day of the year. <laughs> if anybody knows anything about hiking, you know what I'm talking about. You hike naked. <laughs> oh. See. Yes, if you're out in the backwoods and nobody's around, or maybe somebody's around. <laughs> I bet that could be empowering. You feel like it, it's freeing, yes. Yeah. Everyone's dirty, stinky, and nasty, so no one cares. <laughs> That's a great point. I'm one with nature. Yes. I am as I came. <laughs> I'd try that at some point. Yeah, longest day of the year. But maybe commando with pants? No. No, 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 no. 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 Doesn't sound right. No. Ah, uh, chocolate. The ultimate trail saver. Ladies, bring twice as much chocolate as you'll think you'll need. Trust me, it's essential for those discouraging moments. When you're through hiking, you can indulge in sweets all day and still lose weight. Chocolate? Yes, please. Oh, I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. And dark chocolate is my favorite, especially because it has caffeine. And you can't really carry coffee. I mean, you can carry coffee. I guess you can do coffee. I do too. coffee every morning. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, the instant pack, yeah. but you know, it's coffee. Yeah. Well, you, you know, sometimes you don't want to stop mid trail no. to make coffee. If you're falling asleep, you can just have some dark chocolate. I, I used to like put it in with my, uh, what do you call it? The, the breakfast essentials. Mm. I'll put a thing of coffee in there and drink that cold. <laughs> cold? Yeah. See, I used to put coffee in my oatmeal. Ooh. Meadows. Yeah. I, so you know a little bit about the PCT then. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. I'd never had coffee and oatmeal before, but it worked. <laughs> hey, it was whatever. a quick breakfast. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's embrace our feminine side on the trail, shall we? Wear those earrings, rock that hiking skirt, and treat yourself to some nice lotion. Maybe even sneak a razor into your resupply boxes for those pampering town shops. But be aware of stubble. We don't want you to become the Sasquatch of the trail. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so I always wear earrings, but I have little 
like silver Little hoops. Tiny things. Yeah, there's something you can't take out. They don't really fall out. They don't get infected. That's what I wear on the trail. Personally, I wouldn't wear anything bigger or something that's going to fall out or catch on things. Mm. That's uh, the worst. I've had earrings catch on hair or packs, and it's just not a pleasant experience. No. Yeah, so I always wear something that's just out of the way, but I think earrings are fine. A razor? I mean, to each their own, but we all have hair. Oh, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> right? <laughs> one, one, one thing I noticed about uh, Willow's list here is that it, it's written by a woman for women, mm. but there are some things in here that a man can go with. Oh, you know, like, totally. like the pea rag. I had mm. not a pea rag, but I had a red rag and a, gr- a green rag. Mm. Red rag was for bad things and green rag was for wiping food out <laughs> yeah, there you go <laughs> well and, and pampering i'll pamper the crap out of myself <laughs> yeah totally would you bring a razor on the trip uh i did actually uh, it was in my bounce box and i had a and, I had some, and if i didn't have a razor I, I would you know convenience stores and stuff would have it mm-hmm. and i wouldn't shave my beard a lot of people don't but i would trim up like underneath and around you know places that felt uncomfortable but yeah I guess we don't have to deal with it on our face. No, no, no. I can imagine that being annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, time for some practical advice. Hitchhiking into towns for resupply. Ladies, this part is usually easier for you. Mm -hmm. Try and catch a ride with day hikers heading home for the same trailhead. If you have cell phone service, let a friend know where you are before getting into the car. Safety first, ladies. I've never tried hitchhiking. (laughs) I don't know if I would. It kind of scares me a little bit as a woman. Mm-hmm. I can imagine being with someone else on a trail would be more comfortable. Cause then, and then, you know, calling a friend for security. But like, oh yeah, getting in a random person's car, kind of. It, it's it's a scary thing, it even is. for a guy. Uh, yeah, with with this one, um, I don't know if it's misogynistic or, or mm-hmm. what the term would be for this because it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. But there's a term called trail bride. Mm. And it's where a guy or guys, because I did this several times, it was quite comical, mm. where we would find a woman, you know, usually someone we're familiar with by that point, mm. and we would hike with them and we would literally use them as bait on the side of the road mm. while the rest of us were hidden in, behind a bush or something. Yeah. And when someone would pull over to get this girl, we would go, hey, can we get a ride too? Uh, <laughs> see, that's the way to do it. As long as she's in on it. Yeah. Why yeah. not? It's way good. Way good. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to let it out. Cry, ladies, cry. You're not expected to enjoy every moment of your hike. There will be tough days, and that's when a good cry can work wonders. Trust me, there won't be anyone around to hear you, and it'll make you feel better. See, this I agree with wholeheartedly. There was a hike I did, and I think we were around mile 35, but I hadn't backpacked in like four Mm. or five years. And... I had massive blisters on my feet. I was tired. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hiking on granite. And I was just like, no, this, I'm done. And to top, it was one of those, I was already in a bad mood. And then to top it off, when I took my shoes off, I couldn't get them back on because of the blisters. Mm. And we were about to go up the hill and I was And I threw a fit, like absolute (laughs) hissy fit. But I felt so much better afterward, and it raised my mood, and I was able to do the hill. I did it in Crocs. Oh, wonderful. Gave me more blisters. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
There's something about crying in the forest, in the wilderness. It's just therapeutic. It is. And again, like it said here. Yeah. You know, no one can hear you. I mean, if animals could cry, I don't know if they do. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they do. They, yeah. Because you can hear them doing everything else. Why not cry? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and we are animals, so exactly. you know. Yeah. You uh, when when you're going through Oregon uh, on the PCT northbound, and the vast majority of people reach Southern Oregon when the mosquitoes are really rampant down there, you know, mm. Fish Lake and that area. And I was hiking with this uh, Ukrainian gal. And she was tough as nails. Nothing bothered her. Mm. I hiked with her for a long time, like 30 days. So I got to know her pretty well. And I'd never seen her just stop and cry or get emotional about anything, even when I was getting emotional. And uh, we get to this place and there's just mosquitoes all over us. And we couldn't get like any relief from the bugs at all. And we're walking by and she's just starting to complain and complain and complain. And we stop at this lake and she says, I'm done, threw her stuff down and was crying and took all of her clothes off and jumped in the lake just to get away from mosquitoes. It was, I had never seen that before. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, we were like halfway through the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we're camping right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something and like lakes are therapeutic. Too. Oh, yeah. It was a hike that- I went on with my family. Oh my gosh, how old was I? Probably 16. And we were on this trail that wasn't marked. It was marked by rock stacks. Like there was no trail. It was oh, just follow fun. the rock stacks to get the Follow lake. the carns. <laughs> and in a, um, you know, family that already argued a lot, it turned into a massive fight. Oh yeah. And my mom, when we got to the lake, looked at all of us and said, well, she didn't say it. But she said, you know, like with her eyes, fuck you guys. I'm going skinny dipping. Hey. And she, you know, my brother and I were like, ew, mom, why are you taking your clothes off? But it was, she, looking back on it, she just looked so peaceful and she came up so mm-hmm. much better. And, you know, oh, yeah. you're having a shitty time. Sometimes you just need that break. Just like the chocolate. <laughs> just like the chocolate. There you go. It helps. Uh, ladies. Don't let anyone talk you out of backpacking alone if that's what you want to do. Solo through hiking is a wonderful, exhilarating, and life-changing experience. Sure, there are risks, but remember the wilderness doesn't discriminate. And those creeps? Unlikely to venture deep in the woods looking for someone to bother. Yeah, I would love to hike alone. I have, yeah, well, I do small hikes, just day hikes by myself. That's, that was how I got out of my depressive state. That's when I'm in a shitty mood. What am I going to do? I tell my roommates I'm going on a hike. This is the trail. I'll be back at this time. Please worry if I'm not back by this time. Mm-hmm. And it helps. And I would love to do a backpacking trip by myself. There is that nervous, you know, back of the mind. Like, what if something happens? Mm-hmm. That could happen to anybody. Yeah, it could happen and, in the city. Yeah. It could happen wherever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I think that this is a tangent, but I think the fear of death in specific scenarios like skydiving or hiking alone almost useless because you could die doing anything yeah you could die driving to class mm-hmm. walking to class biking to class oh yeah some some of the best athletes you know like i can't remember the guy's name but he was promoting exercise all the time mm-hmm. i'd have a heart attack at like age 60 young yeah you know? <laughs> yeah like death is just it's inevitable and when it's your time it's your time and 
might as well enjoy it and do what you want to do before you die. Oh, yeah. I would rather, you know, like what was it? The Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson said, sliding into the pearly gates uh, sideways on a Harley. My <laughs> body wasn't meant to, to come in pretty. No. It's supposed to be beaten and battered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've seen my knees. I've had three ACL surgeries and I'm not even 25 yet. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have more scars and I'm going to have more stories and it makes oh, yeah. my life a little more interesting for me to experience. Yeah, that's that, like you've seen my photography. You know, that's literally what my photography is, is, yeah. is evidence of a life lived. Mm-hmm. And that's what hiking is. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did notice when I was hiking in 2019 um, is that the big fear was, you know, women not coming out on the trail uh, was what happens out there. You're alone. You're it. Um, one one gal, uh, she advocates carrying a knife around her neck, which was kind of neat. Um, but I think it wasn't bad. I, I only I only had a couple of times where a woman would like come up to me and say, "Hey, I need your help. Someone's following me." That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it only takes that one time. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like you know constant. But yeah, that one time can really change a lot. Totally. Um, and that's why when I'm out there, I try to do what I can to make whoever, women specifically, around me um, more comfortable. And like there's some unwritten rules of the trail. If you're a guy hiking behind a woman, get ahead of her. Not because you're better or faster or whatever. It's you're behind her and she doesn't know what you're doing. Can't see you. So just hike ahead. Yeah. It's fine. And that goes for just on the streets too mm-hmm, like, I really appreciate and you can tell who's aware of it people will cross them to the other side of the road or mm-hmm. pass me and I'm like thank you because I don't want to be checking behind me every five seconds oh, yeah, in definitely. the dark alone at night oh yeah especially when there's yeah. wild animals outside exactly <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch out for those wildebeest oh street. yeah when you go <laughs> <laughs> but hey even if you choose to hike solo it's essential to make friends along the way Camp with fellow hikers when you crave companionship, share your struggles, and celebrate the victories together. After all, hiking buddies can make the journey even more memorable. Cheers to that. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I've yet to meet any interesting characters on my trails, but I'm sure you have stories. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. so many. <laughs> oh, some, some were actually like, no shit, creepy. Um, like, I can't remember the guy's name, but he, he, he it's a famous stop on the PCT. He owns a, a house, a piece of property right on the trail in mm. California. And he brings people in. There's a lot of drugs. I mean, not just pot, but you like drugs. Uh, lots of liquor, lots of, uh, you know, debauchery. And it, it's fun time, you know, because you're yeah. young and single, whatever, totally. do what you want, right? But I think this guy's like trying to promote an environment of like, you know, where he can have his way so to speak. Mm. Uh, I, from my memory, right, there were stories, I don't know if they were true or what, but he would let women shower in a special place. Men weren't allowed. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Don't know if it was true or not, because I didn't stop there. You know? yeah. But uh, a lot of people avoided that place because they didn't know what was really going on, if anything was really going on. Totally. So, yeah, he, he, he was... He, it seemed cool. All the stories I heard was like, wow, that sounds like a party, but mm. it wasn't my kind of party. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how long people stay there usually? Is it just oh, yeah. a uh, night stop? Or? The, the vortex happens anywhere, uh, in towns especially. In places like that, you know, you get there early enough or late enough and you start partying, you get tired, 
you're not waking up early the next morning. You don't feel like making miles because you might have, you know, drank too much or whatever, dehydrated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can definitely see people staying there a couple of days even. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure people had, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like on the trail, uh, away from those places even, you know, I remember seeing this guy out of nowhere, completely naked. He had sandals and a walking stick. That was it. Huh. I sat and talked to him for a long time, or you know, a few minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. And he was just out there relaxing for the day. Cool. Living, living life. Yeah. No gear, no nothing, no water. I'm like, all right. You do you, <laughs> man. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't be me, but all right. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> Finally, the most important tip of all: hike your own hike and relax. Remember, this is supposed to be fun. Don't compare yourself to others or get caught up in covering more miles. Take time to savor the solitude. Immerse yourself in the breathtaking beauty of the trail and enjoy every step of your incredible adventure. That's probably my favorite part of hiking mm. is forgetting anything that's in your normal life. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you're worried about water, food, am I going to die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even then, at least in my experience, you know, worrying about water and food, it's important. But mm-hmm. if you just take a minute, you're like, okay, it'll be okay. You know, maybe I am really close to running out of water. Let's figure out a solution instead of freaking out because it's not going to do you any good. Oh, yeah. In the woods. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I noticed hiking was like, I've had severe anxiety for a long time. But when I'm hiking, that anxiety goes away Mm. because I'm going through this thought process. Okay, I'm low on water. I'm good for X number of miles. Mm. I'm thinking about the process, thinking the solutions. And it puts my mind almost like resetting it mm. into more of a, a level way of thinking, you know. It's really strange. Yeah. The overwhelming anxious spiral kind of disappears. Yeah. It does. Yeah. No drugs. No, no drugs. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe a little pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that always makes it a little more fun. Oh, yeah. On our hikes, we'll, you know, bring our for the first night because you don't want to carry it for the whole time. No, 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 no. We'll have our little small backpackers margarita of containers. course yeah you gotta celebrate your first <laughs> night but a little box wine whatever yeah <laughs> yeah but that just you know when you're in the when you're in the woods inhibitions go oh yeah and is that like animalistic not animal well kind of animalistic it is. But just or at least primal basic <laughs> yeah you go back to well i'm here if something happens, it happens. I can't control it. All I can do is control the way I react to it. Oh, yeah. And you got to react to, you know, common sense. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you take that uh, when you when you come out of the woods, you know, that that whatever happens, happens, you know, that, that kind of mentality? Do you? How long do you think it t- lasts when you come back to the real world, so to speak? Hmm. It comes and goes in waves, I think. Yeah. I don't think it stays, at least for me. I have a hard time remembering it. I have to go back into the woods, back yeah, into nature, get to that feeling. myself. Yeah. But, you know, I'll be sitting in my room sometimes, and I'll just look at a tree. Like, it's not even that deep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll remember, I'm just energy on the planet that's going to be recycled. Nothing really matters that much. Take a deep breath. It's oh, yeah. be okay. We're all star stuff, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, nature's a great way to reconnect in that way. But I think just generally taking a deep breath and reminding myself that happens quite often. Like, hey, it's going to be okay. 
you're just star stuff. <laughs> it's getting deep in here. It is. <laughs> and I think people my age need to remember that a little bit more because we get so spirally about things that don't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Don't. Like, it doesn't matter if you get an A or B in a class. I mean, yeah. In the moment, it feels like life or death. But, you know, in 10 years, are you going to look back and say, oh, I wish I would have gotten an 80 on that test, not a 70. Mm-hmm. Who cares? No one's going to care. No one cares. No one cares. It doesn't matter if you work a nine to five or mm-hmm. if you live in a like Enjoy your life. You're going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, we're all end up in the same spot Might eventually. as well have fun. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that the last one? That is the last one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to thank uh, Gabby, the wonderful and amazing and talented Gabby. Thank you. Um, for joining me today, and hopefully she'll join me on future episodes. Love to. Yeah. And then... Uh, Let's see, next time is another special, special, special episode. Uh, I'm going to do a little bit of ASMR, and we're going to talk about hiking and how it relates to Taoism beliefs. So stay tuned and continue listening to the Red Rooster Show, or Hiking with Red Rooster, uh, and have a good, wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody.